Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If they traded for him, he's got two more years of arbitration, so they could essentially trade for him this year. They get a half a year. They get full next year. And then they could trade him going into his final year before free agency and still recoup some of those free or some of those prospects that they traded. So you could essentially trade him and whatever the prospect haul is compared to what you gave up uh, when you traded him again, then that would be essentially what the trade consisted of. And you get a year and a half of Juan Soto. Is that something that you would consider being worth it? And how much do you think you'd have to give up? And would you be able to recruit that? I think what I'm about to say probably sounds a little you know, hypocritical because we always talk about how the Brewers need a bat and, you know, as Rami and I used to say, like that dude in the Brewers lineup. It would be that dude. Juan Soto would certainly be that dude at the young age of 23 years old. But I think the Nationals would rather have a haul from one of these teams that is going to be able to sign Juan Soto because they're going to have to give up that much more, if that makes sense, as opposed to a team like the Brewers who will – Probably won't go all in on trading for him and won't have clearly enough. You know what I mean? Like the Washington Nationals, sure. they could get a better haul well, from any other team if, if a team wants to actually sign this guy long-term. That's where I think that you're going to have the issue is I think if we were just saying, could the Brewers trade for him? Yeah, I think they have the prospects. I think they have what they no, need. I'm sorry. I don't. No, I don't think <laughs> – I, I think there's going to be – Working through with Churio, Freelick, you're going to have to give up Ashby. Toby, but you like, probably have to give up a re- like, all these. All I, I these think you're capable of it, but I don't think when you combine that with an off or say you're going to go up against right. an offer from the Dodgers, that's where you run into it. I'm sorry, you can talk me up as much as you want about Jackson Trio, Joey Weimer, all these guys, but all these Brewers prospects, they don't stack up against any of these other teams when it comes to their farm systems. They may be a top prospect in the Brewers organization, but they don't sniff. You know, the hey top man, 100. those top those top three are all in the top 100. I get it, but that'd be not, three top 100 prospects. I get it, but uh, you get Ashby, Toby. Some of these other teams that, like the Yankees and all that, they have top 50 prospects that they can offer you. Sure, and that's what. Again, that's why I'm saying it's tough if they're going to have to go up against the Yankees and the Dodgers, which they will. But so, I think if they really wanted to, the Brewers could put together an offer that would be competitive to get Juan Soto. I mean, I guess it, they it would be an offer, but it's certainly not an offer that's going to be good enough. Anyway, you anyway you cut it. The Milwaukee Brewers just don't have anything close to what these other teams have at the end of the day, in my opinion. So Juan Soto to the Brewers, it's probably a dream that's never yeah, going to happen. It was, it's probably not going to happen. Again, this but is all conjecture. But Here's the problem. Because Juan Soto is so young and he does deserve that contract, despite what some people might want to say about Juan Soto turning down nearly half a billion dollars, he will get $500 million from one oh, yeah. team. 
mm-hmm. someone being 23 will pay years him. old and already winning a World Series and having a batting title and being a 293 career hitter so far at the young age of 23. Um, but I think it's more likely that a team would have to package a couple star players, current MLB players, along with the haul from the farm. A lot of these teams, if they give up just their farm system, it's not going to be worth it. But if I, I really think the Padres might have a shot at trading for Juan Soto. Yeah, I, I think that some of these teams that maybe have a deeper farm system would be more appealing to but I think the Nationals because it, you might not realize it, guys, but the Nationals are the worst team in Major League Baseball this year. Yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing, because I know that your owners might want to sell the team too. They're trying to right now, yeah. Let's say... And we were talking about it yesterday after softball, just me and a bunch of the guys. We were trying to talk about what the Nationals could get for Juan Soto. If you were willing, like if you're the Padres, would you be willing to swap Fernando Tatis for Juan Soto? No. Along with a bunch of farms. You know, no. Why not? Why would I trade Tatis? For Juan Soto? No. And then sign Juan Soto no. to the contract? No. Why not? I already have Tatis. I already know what Tatis is. But then you can and have Juan I, Soto, I can, Manny Machado, I, Jake Cronenworth, and all those guys. Yeah, I want Tatis, Soto, and, and Cronenworth and all those guys. It's not possible to have yes, it Ta- is. It's not possible it to have Tatis and Soto. It is. I think you can trade a lot of prospects to get Juan Soto because the Nationals are so bad. But the Yankees could offer you prospects in Glaber Torres and a bunch of other major league ready talent along I with think prospects. It, that's different than offering. I, I just think that if I'm San Diego, the two guys that are off the table are Machado which I don't think the Nationals would want anyways, Well, and Fernando Tatis. The reason I bring up the Padres and Tatis is clearly Tatis has already shown worries of injuries and all that, and I think the Padres would rather have Juan Soto, a guy who isn't injury-prone already. The the Padres already signed Tatis to this mega contract. If you can trade for that, what's the difference in paying Tatis a couple million more? I, I would not the Nationals, trade Tatis. The Nationals, they get their superstar. They can get butts in the seats. Owners can be happy and all that. And at the end of the day, you still have Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Jake Cronenworth, and a bunch of other players along with you know a pretty good pitching staff as well. To me, that's an upgrade for the Padres and the Nationals get their superstar that they can yeah. you know still continue to sell fans on. I don't think so. I don't think that would happen. If I you're the Nationals, the, too. You're, oh, if I'm the you're Nationals, ta- I'd ta- be ta- so excited to get You're taking Padres. on a contract, what? You're willing to pay Juan Soto $460 million. What's the difference in bringing in a guy like Fernando Tatis? They've got, shown what, that they're willing to pay million? their guys, but maybe not exactly in the way that their guys would want. So they've shown that they're willing to take on a big contract. I mean, look at Patrick Corbin, Steven Strasburg. Those are still on the books. They're willing to pay big money. So, I mean, you're right. If that would be the case for the Padres and they can bring someone in right now, who knows when Tatis is going to get back on the field. I know he's gone through some hitting stuff, but it's not like he's proven, you're right, that he can go – long stretches, multiple seasons, and continue to be healthy and not being idiot, an idiot in the offseason and wreck your motorcycle and hurt yourself. To me, that trade is just a win-win. I think it's the only – it's kind of like Kevin Durant in the NBA where with Juan Soto, because he's so young, he's already won a World Series, he's already won a batting title. It's like Kevin Durant where I don't think there really is a lot of teams that can put together a trade package for Juan Soto because he's just that good. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I don't think that there I think, are a whole lot. I think lot. that Padres deal is like the closest thing that might come to an actual deal because it certainly outmatches the Yankees and whatever they're going to offer. The Yankees can certainly sign Juan Soto to a deal, but you're getting a better haul if you're the Washington Nationals trading with the Padres. The Mets, I don't know what the hell they're going to give you aside from just a bunch of prospects. So 
don't know. We were just kind of brainstorming that. To me, it makes a little bit more sense than I think a lot of these other teams. Because I think you're going to have to trade some MLB-ready talent right now, along with your entire farm system. Real quick, I do want to. Uh, we'll take a break and get into some Packers talk here in just a second. But what do you think ultimately happens? Where does he end up? What do you think some of the haul is, or if it's just going to be prospects? Like, where do you think he ends up? I really think the Padres is a realistic option for Juan Soto. I would probably say Padres, or if it's not the Padres, the Yankees. Is it this year? Um, I I think it's. I think the Nationals were a little bit too late to say, well, now we'll trade Juan Soto with almost a little less than a month before the trade deadline. Um, I think it more. I think it's more likely he gets traded this offseason. I kind of think that if it goes throughout this entire trade deadline and he doesn't get traded, that he'll end up staying in D.C. And the reason I say that is I think that whatever person buys the Nationals once the learners finally sell is going to say – how am I supposed to fill the seats at Nationals Park if I don't have any superstars? Toby, he wants to clearly be on a winning team. If I throw $500 million at him and I'm willing to... He look, can get the, $500 million from a winning team, The too. learners are holding back because they're trying to sell and they haven't made as much money as they would have liked. They're, they're holding back a little bit on how much they're willing to offer. If a new owner comes in and says, get this thing done, I don't care how much it is... I mean, I think that there's a possibility that could happen. All these teams have been brought up for trade destinations for Juan Soto. They can also throw him the exact same amount of money, and they can provide a winning culture too. He likes D.C., dude. I get it, but he clearly wants to win another World Series, and that's clearly why he's rejected these last two offers aside from well, the money. And if you're, but if you're signing a deal for $15 million, or not $15 million, 15 years, they can be bad for a year or two and keep building through things, so I – I, I think know. it's I think it's hard to convince him that when you chose Steven Strasburg over Trey Turner and Max Scherzer and guys like that, and he's clearly seen all of his teammates that he won a World Series with. He's just they're not on the team anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm going to argue with you about this because we're going to have different viewpoints the whole time. Yeah, because of uh, our different fandoms here. But yeah, I mean, I I do think you bring up good points. I just don't think if they sell the team. I'd have a hard time seeing a new owner coming in and letting Juan Soto walk. And unless they tried everything possible and he's just going to turn down 500 million and he's going to keep turning down every offer, then sure, yeah, I mean at some point you got to trade him, but that is something that's really intriguing and that is going to change the landscape of baseball if he does get dealt, especially if he gets dealt here before the All-Star break this year or not before the All-Star break, before the trade deadline this year because if he gets moved this year, that's going to shake things up. No matter what team he goes to, they're going to be right there because they probably won't have to give up tons and tons of major league talent. So they're going to give up more prospects. So they're just going to improve by adding one of the best hitters in the game on their own team right now. I'm glad that you and I, at least, if there's one thing that we do agree on, it's that he is worth that half a billion dollar contract. Oh, 100%. I mean, it just still blows my I thought he was 24. He's still only 23 years old. He's 23. And that's why he's going to end up getting more than a lot of players is because he's going to hit free agency at the age of 26. And generally... With how baseball works, you hit the free agency at age 29, at age 30, sometimes even a little bit later. And so, you know, you're already getting to that age where you're questioning how many more years you have of that. That's why Aaron Judge isn't getting 500 million because he's hitting free agency and he's 30 years old. And Juan Soto's hitting it at 26. Right. I mean, the thing is, too, though, with Juan Soto, unlike a lot of these superstars like Tatis, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Wander Franco, Key Brian Hayes, 
Juan Soto's already won the World Series. Mm-hmm. He was a crucial part to that playoff run. If it wasn't for Steven Strasburg, probably would have been the World Series MVP. Maybe Anthony Rendon, but clearly Juan Soto is a huge part of that. And then on top of that, he's already proven to be a batting title champion. He's a 293 hitter in a day and age where what, like 260, 240 is the league well, and average. And you know what's crazy is you can say he's hurt his value this year, and I don't know that he has because he's no. having a bad year. Right. And he's showing you that he's still one of the top five, top ten hitters in baseball, even when he's not playing his best. Yeah. So it'll be very, it's, it's very interesting. Like this, I, I know it probably breaks your heart, Toby, but this is kind of a good thing for baseball right now. Builds uh, up a lot of drama. Sure. A lot of teams, a lot of news stories, because at the end of the day, if Juan Soto gets traded, we could be talking about one of the biggest trades in MLB history easily. Yeah, I mean, it definitely adds a lot of drama. I don't like it, but it is where it is. All right, I do want to talk some Packers football now that I'm depressed. Uh, I want to talk about the Packers and who you think are some of the more underrated players going into this season. We'll talk about that next here on the Fan Afternoon Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz here on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.